Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's Speakeasy, where you can step behind the bookcase, hear some inside stories, and all about drinks of choice. Now, your host, Zach Hilton. Hey! Welcome to the first episode of Zach's Speakeasy. I am the host of this delightful show, Zach. Hilton. Yeah. What? I'm just I having guess, fun, man. This is I'm a different vibe, it. baby. I'm loving it. It's a different vibe. This show Your intro is... makes me want to stroll down the street. It's so nice. It reminds you about showers in April. So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> some sure. called April showers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Okay, now that's really funny. Okay, well, this uh, show is basically... It's about having good conversation with a variety of great people over some great drinks. Yeah. And my first guest, she has made herself known to the show already. Couldn't even give her a, a, a official intro. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say anything. I just laughed. <laughs> yes. Yes, you laughed. But you know what? This is this is a speakeasy. We're just, you know, we're hanging out. We're vibing. We're chilling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I would like to welcome... To the show, she is a podcaster, she is a filmmaker, she is an actress, she has done it all in the entertainment fields that I've been a part of. Uh, it is the one, the only, Brooke. Can I say, that's me? It's your slogan, <laughs> that's her. Yeah, I feel like, the, you're right, that's like my slogan. You're it's not. Your personality. Like, oh God, that's kind of scary. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's. I, I'm so excited to kind of dig in the world of the brook and we'll get in. We We will. (laughs) And we'll get into that in a little bit. But like I said, this is going to be over some good ass drinks. uh, And I think it would be kind of disservice to us personally. Okay. If we didn't start with this Uh, tonight, we're drinking Virginia Beer Company uh, beverages, beers, brewskis, if you will. Uh And we had a couple of choices. You chose yours. I chose mine. Yeah. Um, So how about you tell the fine folks what you're drinking tonight? Well, first of all, I fear like a fear. A fear? Don't fear anything, baby. We're in a speakeasy. The the door's closed. Okay. The cabinet. Shut. See, here's it. Okay. I, I, I have a case. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very, very expensive bodyguard guarding the door. No, I I feel yeah. uh, that our drinks uh, speak quite to both of us. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, they're very uh, big hitters at the Virginia Beer Company. Yes. So starting with yours, what do you got? Um, I am drinking a double chocolate espresso mm-hmm. known as evil santa okay what else is in this oh uh it's a spiced milk stout mm-hmm. with cacao Cacao. <laughs> nibs and espresso okay what's the abv what's it I, got where the heck am i it should be over that? here that's the yep 7.8 that's a 7.8 for or your 7. beverage 7.0 
That's what I said. Oh, um, oh my. And I am drinking a Virginia Beer Company pumpkin patches, oatmeal stout with pumpkins and spices. Now I've seen how they made this before. It they they use their um they use their elbow patches, hence yes. the name pumpkin patches, and they actually like sit it in pumpkins. Yeah. To kind of get that taste out of it. It's a very interesting process. Um how about when you taste it? How you feel? Don't, don't worry about the can. Get back here. I'm sorry. Come back here. <laughs> Come back here. You're already deterring the show in the most Brooke way you could do it. <laughs> Lordy. Okay. So when why did you pick Evil Santa for your drink? Um, because this is my first one of the season. Yeah. Um, which really excites me. Mm-hmm. And I like it because um, it, you know, it is a stout, it's a dark beer, um, but it, it's very subtle in a mm-hmm. good, in a good way. And I know that it has like an espresso. I, I, it doesn't come like, it doesn't scream coffee beer to me. Okay. Um, and I, I like the fact that it's like a slow, it's a slow drinker. It's, you know, you, yeah. it's not one, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I chugged a beer, but... Oh, you can't chug that bad boy. No, that ain't happening. No, 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 no. You can't. And it's just to me, this is the kind of beer that when you are, you know, hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. um, it's a good, it's a good beer to have. Yeah, and uh, you know, just from Evil Santa Pass mm-hmm. that I've had, and this is a variant for their full time friends. Yeah. Like, they didn't release this to the public. We can get it through the full-time friends, through the special tap, and they had a limited quantity of this one. But, like, it kind of has a fiery taste. Yes. Like, it tastes like I should be at a fire pit drinking this because that's exactly what the taste is to me. Yes. Um, For me, the pumpkin patches, like I said, it does have a pumpkin feel to it. Yeah. It, it's definitely the the elbow patches drink. And I think that's why I like elbow patches so much with this. Like with Evil Santa, I can distinctly think I, I haven't had this in a while. Yeah. But with pumpkin patches, there is that pumpkin flavor to the elbow patches, but that's why I enjoy It gives you that familiar feel. And through the year, I'll get elbow patches just so I can get a similar taste to this. So they do have a beverage during the year that you can get Mm -hmm. that is quite enjoyable. I'm excited about the variants for Evil Santa. So this year, Virginia Beer Company is doing several different ones. They're doing a mint peppermint cocoa oh, one yeah. that I am ready to get a hold of yeah. right now. And I'm excited that they are kind of releasing all these variants once a week throughout November. So they did something similar last year. Yeah. Even with that one. The yeah. One you're drinking. That it was like, you know, you you dropped it every week or so. Right. Do um, you do you remember like just finding them only a couple of years ago. Yeah, because it's crazy. Through, through Hunter's podcast, I was setting up, trying to get an event going. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to get this event going. And thankfully, we got with many different people through charities, Robbie at Virginia Beer Company and uh, others, uh, bloody uh, popcorn jumping on and stuff like that. And we made this cool Friday the 13th event. But I remember when we went there, we tried their beer before and kind of liked it. But when we both got there, we, you know, we did a flight, we tried everything out and I felt like it was the first time you and I went to a brewery 
that we liked almost everything we had. Yeah. So here's what I will say. Um, you know, the special beers, um, I feel like a lot of different places, a lot of different breweries I can like, right? Like I yeah. like their special beers, but their staples I may not be in love with, right? right? But with Virginia Beer, their staples, I'm in love with. Right. Like, I feel like I can go and get a free verse, um, a saving daylight easily and mm-hmm. and be happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, It's yeah. an easy drink. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I haven't had a free verse in a hot minute. Absolutely. I'll, we I'll had drink a free that. verse at your party, no, your birthday I'm... party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a big old, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 keg yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, good yeah. times. Yes. Um, but, you know, through the podcast, we found uh, Virginia Beer Company. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's kind of leading me into my first question about you is okay. that podcast obviously is big for me because of how much, you know, how yeah. many shows I've brought out into the world. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I wouldn't say I forced you into it, but what was your first feelings of when I invited you to be on Zach's movie show? I was like, (laughs) babe, don't you want a podcast with me? And like, you know, you go from there into being a personality on like my favorite show we've ever done. Yeah. I'll even say this. My favorite show I've ever done. Okay. Until I've done this, obviously. Okay. Obviously. Um, but yeah, like, what was it like getting into <sighs> podcasting? Okay, so I I think that there's a level with podcasting of being vulnerable mm-hmm. and kind of putting yourself out there. And that's not really my thing. That's not my gimmick. That's not, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't feel comfortable letting people in. I have guards, like there's no tomorrow. Um, breaking any of that down, uh, is extremely hard for me, um, to do. So for me to, you know, kind of jump onto some of your podcast and, and talk about things, Mm -hmm. um, was slightly difficult because it is being vulnerable. Um, I also, you know, I don't ever, and you know this about me, Avi, mm-hmm. but I don't like to put myself in a situation where I could say something wrong or do something wrong. It's not that I mind being wrong. Um, I just don't want anybody to ever think that, like, I'm stupid. No, nope. and I get that. I get that fear of, like, you're just putting yourself out there right. and you're saying things and someone can take that and twist it right. if they wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that's why I love the podcasts we've chosen through, you know, doing a movie show yeah. and then moving it into haunts. Like those are very widely like suggestive, like right. suggestive to the person. Right. Yeah. You know no, I mean? you can definitely have your opinion. Right. Um, and you know, I feel like it worked because my opinion is very, um, and I don't want to say different, but mm-hmm. it's just a different perspective than yours on right. things. Um, and I think that it kind of fed into the show. I will honestly say, I don't think that I felt as comfortable with, 
uh, Zach's movie show as I did with Honors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that I realized how much I fit in until I missed a few times of saying that's me mm-hmm. and people commented on yeah. it. Well, it made you feel like, holy crap, you're making kind of impact in people's ears. Well, that and then also just like that people cared or mm-hmm. because look, you you love haunts, you love scary movies, you you love that entire genre. Uh not my bag. Mm-hmm. Um and I never felt like in the beginning, at least, that I was adding anything to the show. Like, right. I really didn't. Like, I was just like, um, I'm literally going on here and being like, yeah, no, this scares me. Right. <laughs> like, what else do you want me to kind of say about that? Like, right. okay, like, I'm glad that you have all these details and you remember things from the room. I remember screaming my head off and being like, how quick can I get the hell out of here? <laughs> and 1,000%, that was the beginning of Hunter's podcast yeah. for your run. Is yeah. That's what it is. And if you go back to your beginnings on oh, that gosh. show, and then you fast forward to what we had, you know, to the final, like, of this past season. Yeah. You're so intricate. You're so descriptive. You You're so. I, I even told you the other day, I was like, it is amazing to me mm-hmm. that this past Halloween season, like, you just rolled with the punches. You watched yeah. horror movies. You, 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 like, to the point of, like, I didn't have to put kid-friendly ones on. Like, <laughs> that was wild to yeah. me. And then on top of that, you dressed up for Halloween being two different characters. Yeah. That is it's a bonkers. Right, because true. you played, you dressed up as Karen from Halloween, Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. And you dressed up as the Bride of Frankenstein from Bride of Frankenstein Lives, which is the version of the HHN house this past year. Uh-huh. Both your costumes are cuts. Yeah. Like deep cuts. Not, not like fair. you weren't, you weren't. Laurie Strode, you weren't Sydney from Scream. <laughs> you were using characters that, like, if you didn't see it, you don't get it. Yeah, if you know, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And that's wild to see how much, as you as the person that you are, but also the persona of Brooke has grown. Fair. That's a fair statement. Um. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And, you know, it's really weird because... I will say that, you know, kind of like you were saying, like, oh, man, we got to watch a, a friendly movie in here. Or even after a scary movie, like, I've got to have a good... Yeah, you got to watch a comedy. Yeah. You can't go to bed. Um, and it, and I it happened think, once. It happened once. I was going to say, I still think that there are times when I still need those aspects. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Um, but I think that I kind of hit, like, a, a different level of appreciation Right. For, you know, horror and, and different haunts. Um, in a sense of like, I don't know. Like, I was just, I kind of wasn't terrified anymore, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it was a level of, like, understanding and appreciation. And it's kind of funny. And I, I actually said this to my mom the other day. I don't even know if I told you this. Uh, because she was commenting... No, it wasn't my mom. That's a lie. That's a lie. It was somebody I work with uh, because they were commenting that, uh, you know, they couldn't believe that uh, our our kid had dressed up as Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, 
I said, there's a balance and I'm trying to do that with my son of, you know, you need, there's, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to have that emotion. It's okay to know that this is a bad thing, but there's also a level of knowing like, this is not real. This is a fictional character. Right. Because there are so many scary things in the world that this isn't something that he needs to be terrified of. Right. So, unlike me, and this is what I was saying, I grew up thinking all of these things were terrifying. Right. Like, I was extremely scared. Um, And then, you know, I married a guy that loves all this stuff, and I... Didn't want to be like, no, I'm not doing any of this. And there were some things, I mean, we were talking about it, that, you know, you had to do on your own, and I did some. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, nope, not doing that. That's not for me. That's not my bag. Um, where it has kind of transformed. But that's because, not to say I'm not terrified anymore on certain aspects, because, you know, there's certain things in houses that still get the mess out of me. But... I don't have the massive anxiety going in anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I know I'm going to, and, and it's kind of funny because I told this to our oldest being like, it's okay. Like you're supposed to be scared. You're right. supposed to have those jump scares. That's them doing their job. Their job is to jump out at you and catch you off guard. You're going in knowing that that's going to happen. And right. if it does happen, you come out and you're like, oh my God, did you see this happen to me? And you laugh about it and you have that moment and those memories. Right. And you're with your group and joking and having fun and kind of like leaning on each other like, oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Oh, I thought you were going to die. Or I thought that was funny when that happened to you and I was so thankful, but then they got me. Like those kind of conversations... And having that realization that that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun with that hint of knowing you're going in and having those kind of scares. And I think that it was like a turn for me this year of like, that's what it was. To the point where, I mean, I was buying shirts. Yeah. On my own. Like on on my own. Then tell me about it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I was quite excited. Now, you bring up that like... You know, I will bring like something to the table and ask you about it and you will say yes or no and uh-huh, maybe uh-huh. so. And I remember back in the day that happened. Oh yeah. It happened when I was doing the show issues and I asked you <laughs> to be on it. Uh-huh. And I remember kinda the trepidatious like eh, I don't want to, I don't think so. But eventually you came around and you guessed it on the show. Now, to give a little background on it, um, issues, I played a character. Well, I'll just do this. The On the show, there was a dating scene, like a speed dating scene. Uh-huh. And um, my character with the other main characters are going through just rapid fire with all these characters. Yeah. And I asked you, would you be one of the people? And it, it was like you had lines. Yep. You had to give answers. And even I improv some stuff with you mm-hmm. in doing it. And I remember doing it, and before going on, you were very, like, kind of scared about doing it. Yeah. And then when you did it, dead on. Like, your line delivery, your character, I think even in that episode, a lot of people remember you more so, especially with how simple 
it right. was. Because there was a lot of characters that were like out there and mm-hmm. knives and stuff like that. Uh Lady Cop and stuff like that. <laughs> but yours I'm a was lady cop. Yeah. Yours was simple. Yeah. Yours was just no thank you. And like that went on forever. So like Yeah, I know a lot of people said it, like all the time. Yeah. The way that I said it. Yeah. Like yeah. how is that? Like what was uh, what was your feelings going into that? Okay, so I I want to say that the only reason I agreed to it was because I got to turn you down. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, the only way you will do anything I'm in yeah. is to turn me down. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a little while. Don't okay. you worry. Okay. Um, no, but I, look, and you've said this about me before, um, and I think that you've gotten used to it so much now that it kind of, you're, you're almost like, Lindsay... Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Is that your inner monologue? Yeah. Okay. That's my inner monologue it, with my fake name. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, I sit there and I go, Brooke. Yes. Yes. Um, shut up. Like, that's where you're at. Because I always think that I am, like, the worst. <laughs> like, everything's mm-hmm. going, like, it. Like, if I have a review about something, like, that somebody's reviewing my work or anything like that, I think that it's, the like, this is going to be horrible. I think I did a bad job. Um, even when I did an interview, I looked at you at one of them and I was like, that was the worst interview ever. Like, there's no way they want me anywhere near their company. Yeah. Uh, and then I get a call and have to do another interview in a theme park. Right, right. <laughs> so... I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not confident about those kind of things. Um, but once you get into it, then you're just like, you're in there because that's the thing. Yeah. No, once I'm, I mean, and I'll say like every, every time, like, cause obviously I got hired for the company. Um, and I remember my boss telling me, uh, he was literally like, I was so blown away with your answers to the questions and how much you were on point and how easy it was for you to answer the questions. Right. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I mean, I know what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. going up to it, I just don't, Yeah, I don't have just... that. And th- but I, I, I do feel like, and that's kind of like with haunts where I get like this rapid heartbeat like anxiety kicking in Mm -hmm. um so it's just something that i you know i'm always trying to work on yeah but when i go back and i think about you know being in issues oh my god it's just it was fun but i will say even when it was finished i was like oh god that was that was the worst ever well i mean you for me for me you were fantastic and it's so hard because i feel like you have like this level of like your presence is people gravitate towards that because you you're fun you are lively you bring a level of like excitement to everything and i am a worrywart i am like um more standoffish i'm you shockingly, say this. shockingly, I feel like I'm more of an introvert I than did. you are. You are introverted. You're a homebody at most oh, points. Yeah. But 
I disagree. How many times have you come to me and been like, the only reason why people think I'm quiet is because of you? Oh, yeah, no, because 100%. I'm up into a different level. <laughs> but when you, I imagine when you're at your company or wherever you're at, not around me, you're just as much. Oh, I am. I am. Like, I. Not I mean, that even, I hold you down. No, I don't no, want that no, no, to no, come no, across no, no, that way because no. I even think when we're together. We're both like on. Oh, a hundred percent. We're like firing all cylinders. Right. Um. No, I. There's just times I feel like I would rather be in a sweatshirt on my couch, um, and not see people. Right. But then I'm also one that like once I'm there, mm-hmm. I'm all in. Right. It's just getting to that point, and like right. at my job, at my company. I ramble, I ramble on and like, I, and I know I talk fast and I'm, t- I tell people all the time, I'm like, because I have to present yeah, people a lot are of listening things. to this, like minus two speed. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, when I present things, I literally am like, uh, please tell me if you need me to stop or slow down. It will not be the first time I heard that. And it will not be the last time I heard that. Heard that. Yeah, it's not going to be the last <laughs> time I heard that. So I just... But I am. I'm, and I'm. I know I'm loud. Um, God, I even had that nickname in in high school, mm-hmm. um, which was being loud. But just thinking about What's all of the it. What's the nickname? <laughs> no, you <laughs> can't <much>. say. <laughs> oh, there goes Brooke. Know. You know her, oh Miss. Oh, there she is, loud. No. Nope. Quote. No. Nope. What's your? What was your uh, high school nickname, Brooke? Um. Okay, but like, no. No, uh, because I really don't want it to like come back again. I hated it. Oh, I really? absolutely hated it. Yes. Well, if you hate it, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. No. It was just I about being learn it loud. I, I feel like this is something I've never known. Yeah, because I didn't want to share it. And then I just realized, like, did you hear that pause afterward? No, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, crap. Why did I say that? <laughs> this is supposed to bring it up. That's what this show is about. <laughs> it brings out your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah, but no, it's just, and it is funny because like I said, most people think that I'm quiet, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not. No. I will say that if I'm around a lot of new people, I tend to be quiet because that goes back to that, like letting people in. Um, If you see me more of talking and playful, meaning like I'm joking around a lot, or even if I'm like teasing, Mm -hmm. then that means that I'm the most comfortable. Well, you were like that. That's how we got together. Yeah. That's you started teasing me. And I, I remember when you started teasing me, I was uh it's so hateful of you. Yeah, and by teasing I mean I'm <laughs> like schoolhouse bully. Yeah. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, don't call me a bully. That's what is that what the name was? No. Loud that bully. Not... Loud bully <laughs> Brooke. I'm gonna push Loud you bully your... Brooke. She'll push your touch. I'm you kidding. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I'm kidding. No, it, it was a playful banter. Yeah, no, that no, no. You and, and I had, yeah. especially once I got to, because when we met, it was a very different scenario where I was coming into a room of people that knew each other. Yeah. So since you were in there and I couldn't really like, uh, I don't get this. Yeah. So, but eventually we did grow to be friends and then lovers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, we did. No, but I think that that's something that's yeah. um, 
that makes our relationship so strong is yeah. the fact that we were friends and kind of turned into best friends. Yeah. And then we gambled and it's been a winning streak. Want to so roll the dice? We did. <laughs> we did. We rolled them. Um, let me ask you a question. No. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> you turn on your TV. Oh God. You go that? to Amazon Prime. You yeah. type in the words, Killer Reunion, bro, and there's a movie. Uh-huh. When you click on the movie, you watch that movie. At the end of that movie, it says, produced by Brooke Hilton. Oh, my God, yeah. And co-starring Brooke. Yeah. I wrote this said movie. Uh-huh. I helped it a becomes... little bit in the sense of, like, uh, editing. Well, this is what I was going to say is, like, I wrote it. It goes into production. During this, you are very much a lot of feedback into ideas and stuff yeah. that I had. You were always a person that I came to. Mm-hmm. For you, is it crazy that there's a movie on a streaming platform right now that you are a part of? Uh-huh. And, like, what's that for you? What's that for a person that... Did you ever see that coming for you? No, it's so wild thinking about it. And like even thinking about how it started and and ended in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because it was never, I mean, and, and truly, it was never my intention of being as hands-on as I was. Of like giving my feedback or my opinion about it. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't. But... I like to be organized and I like things to be planned out. Right. And with making a movie, there's a lot of planning and organizing. And I, it was like I just innately went into gear of being like, okay, so we got to get a place. Let's look at places to film this. And where can we do this? And getting people together and starting, you know, uh, group ch- chats and communicating and buying things that we needed. Um, You know, I even put you in contact with one of our special effects, like makeup, makeup artists, special effects with some of that stuff. Um, And it was just wild because I didn't see myself in that role and I never would have. Right. Um, And it's something that I'm crazy. Like, proud of Mm -hmm. because I had a new appreciation for movies Mm -hmm. and creating it. Because Because you know that's my kind of thing. Like looking at the behind the scenes doing that kind of stuff. Yes. And now you're living it. Yeah. Like, well, not only like did we step, like I literally saw it from start to finish. Right. Oh, yeah. From page, you were the first person to read it. And frustrations left and right or you know people you thought you could count on and you couldn't or people that dropped out at the last second or you know things happen Mm -hmm. and it was our responsibility because it was our movie our baby in a sense Mm -hmm. and getting it to come to life and pushing people you know and and asking and begging and borrowing and doing what we could to get it done And it's just, it's crazy, like, thinking about it. Like, it really is. Like, it's still to this day, 
does not seem real. Yeah. No, like, I, I get think that. back at those timing because, like, oh my God, how late some of it that we had to film. And I'm just like, what in the world? Like, I feel like that was such a different time for me in right. comparison to now. Like, if I think about trying to do something like that now, I'm like, oh, I don't, I, I don't even know where that time is going to come from. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> Where's that voice coming from? <laughs> I don't know. That must be Lindsay. Um, <laughs> um, so I guess the quick question on that as well uh -huh. is what's the worst part about making that movie? What's the best part about making that movie? Best part is truly creating something special. Mm -hmm. And what I appreciated about this movie is that there were so many aspects of allowing an actor or actress to take their lines or their scene and kind of improv on some things mm -hmm. and truly kind of feed into their personality and what they brought to the character. And to me, some of those things were just brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also loved the fact of like, like I said, I mean, it was like blood, sweat, and tears through some of that. Right. And their memories that I will always have. Um, the worst part is I had no flipping clue that this, I don't want to say tiny script mm -hmm. that we had mm -hmm. would take as long as it flipping did. Yeah, it was about 22 pages, if I'm remembering right. Uh, it just... I, I just can't. That's on me, though. That's the ambition of me. Like, you got, like, it's it's funny because a part of the show, and this show we'll find out more as we go, is, like, it's one, it, I've written two products. Before. Yeah. Like, I've written Issues, mm -hmm. and I've written uh, Killer Reunion, bro. And I've written a couple other things, uh, but, like, I haven't come to fruition. Yeah. But. With issues, it was easy for me to write and say, we go here, we go here, we go here. Mm -hmm. Because those places were already booked. Right. We already had places we can go. Yeah. So it was easy to be like, yeah, yeah, we'll just film he'll film there. Yeah. For Killer Reunion, bro, it was up to us to find every single scene, especially when those scenes aren't in the same area. Yeah. Now, we did it to best as we could. No, and I think it, I mean shockingly it really was beyond my expectations like right. the end result right yeah and i feel like all that in a process really worked well but you're absolutely correct 22 pages to get done with visual effects yeah getting wrangling all the actors i yeah. mean you're talking we filmed like six months apart at some points Oh my God, you're right. Like, there's a point. <laughs> I'll point it out. I don't care. It's my movie. I can do that. There's a point where Matt Wade, who plays um, Nate, mm -hmm. he has short hair at the beginning. Yeah. And by the time he's in his last scene, he has long, like, locks almost. Yeah. Uh, and it's wild to see how long that took because, like, we filmed the, the reunion scene. Then I want to say three months later, two months later, we filmed the cabin scene. Yeah. And then like 
three months later, we filmed the in sequence. Yeah. Of just getting everybody to get back on board. Right. Well, it, because it was a I wild mean, process. Shocking, we had a lot of people. Right. Uh, that we needed to kind of wrangle together. Right. And it was it was crazy though because it was literally like this was something you know you created and you put together. And just, kind of, like I said, the end result and seeing everything play out, like, it was just really beyond my expectations. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you kind of hold it in a, a higher point for you because, like, for me, I'm very thankful for you for that entire process. Because I'll be honest with you, I think without you, I don't know if it gets made. I really do. I don't think yeah. because... You were always a person I could go talk to. You right. were always the person that was like, yes, this is good. Yes, this probably does need a little work. Or we can get through it. Or we can go here. Or coming up with ideas. Like, it was you and me going through this. And I completely believe without you, this movie doesn't exist. So, wow! thank you for helping me achieve a dream. And it's all because you let me turn you down in the movie again. Yes, you are also <laughs> in the movie and you specifically said your character only gets to turn me down. Yeah. And I chased you a lot in that movie. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I was coming you after you. I had you. this, like, awesome scarf that I was wearing, too. <laughs> you need to find that scarf because that was a killer scarf. I have it still. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. I got it still. Gotta break it out this winter. I will. Now, these are moments that I know of you because watching you in issues, being so confident and do, nailing it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then in Killer Reunion, you're doing it. And through podcasts, you're doing it as well. But there is kind of a beginning in my eyes before this that I still feel like you do have that confidence. And I kind of want to get into a couple of things from your past. Okay. Oh, dear Lord. Back in the day, uh -huh. you were offered to be a Disney princess. This is true. I was. I want to kind of get into the fact of like, how does something like that come up? What was the, like the deal? Was it like in fucking Taiwan in a van? <laughs> what kind of, what kind of Disney princess are we talking about? No. Um, so I was in, oh my Atlanta. So I was in chorus. Okay. Um, and my senior year, we, uh, went on a trip. We did, um, part of the trip was on a cruise and the other half of the trip was in, uh, Disney world and we were performing in Disney world, right. like in the magic kingdom, not like outside or like we were in the magic kingdom. It was kind of cool. Cause we got to go like some backstage areas mm -hmm. or whatnot. And we set up, uh, right over there. Um, oh man. And, uh, Tomorrowland. Okay. And I had a solo. And after my solo, um, somebody uh, came up to me that worked for Disney and was like, um, you sounded great. You did a fabulous job. Would you be interested in like being a Disney princess and kind of seeing what that looks like? And you know, us pulling you in and, and seeing if that's something that could work. So it was like a Disney scout at your place? And yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, because they had, I mean, there were. I mean, you're at Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, I was at Magic Kingdom. You were in the mouse house. Yeah. And yeah. obviously during these things, they could have somebody's. Yeah, because it watching. wasn't, it was like a, 
I, I maybe it was like a competition. I'm like truly trying to remember. I really don't remember. Um, okay. But there were there were different um, you know groups performing, so like right. different schools and stuff. So I feel like it was kind of. Like yeah, there I'm. There was somebody there that was listening to solos. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. um, and you know, kind of picking people out based off of that if they felt like it was something that they could do. And I'm, mean, you know, I I probably you know looked a part of of what they were thinking. Did they tell you a princess? No. Okay. No, no, no. They really didn't go into detail. Um, and I stupidly didn't ask any details. I was just like, mm, no, that's not really my thing. Okay. So you just flat-handed, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and, and I say this in a, in the nicest way. I very stupidly said. My next, my next question was going to be like, if you could rewind, would you take the offer? I would. Here's would what I will say. Dice? My senior year in high school, I do not know what my deal was, but I made a lot of choices that I'm, I look at now and I'm like, what was my problem? Like, why Mm -hmm. did I feel like, I don't know if it was like, I felt like I was too good for things or that I was just trying to maybe have a voice or stand my ground about stuff. Right. Um, I quit playing soccer my senior year. Right. Um, and I decided to coach instead, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely love and adore. I turned down a full ride mm-hmm. because they wanted to be me to play soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, no, thank you. Wow. Yeah. What? Yep. And who was this? Uh, this was for Old Dominion. Wow. Yep. Turned down a full ride. Um, and then I even... So then I ended up going to Longwood and they wanted me to play for the school there. And I said, nope. But then I played the intramurals there. Okay. So like I still traveled all over the place, but it was not as like high pressured. I didn't necessarily, like we had a coach, but like they didn't dictate my every move. And I think that it was, it was like a whole kind of like, I'm tired of somebody saying, when and where and what I can do. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of me putting my foot down, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. There was, there's a lot of stupid things. Like I look at now, I'm like, you idiot, you turned down a full down, like a full time ride. Uh, you idiot. You could have worked for Disney world as a princess. Right. Um, or even even having having that possibility, it's not like they came out yeah. and were like, "Here's a contract for you." You know, we're hiring you, or we want to hire you. It was right. Like, it was just wanna, an idea. Or, yeah, we want to see if you fit this role a little bit right. more. Like, we want to see what else. But right. you have all the things that we're kind of looking for, and you sound great. And you know, and I just I didn't even like. Oh God, what's the saying? Where you like? Um, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Like. Okay mess with the idea like i didn't even what, like, what do you call that like in entice in, it yeah like engage or i didn't right. you know you never i didn't even, even yeah gave no, it no. A pass. yeah yep nope i was nope nope Just no thank you out. i literally i literally looked at him and i was like hmm, no thank you yeah no thank you <laughs> no thank you do you okay so here's something i have to say about that i truly don't think you sit around being like 
I can't believe I gave that up. I think you went away with your life that is exactly the way you needed to go. Yeah. Because you found this guy. Obviously. Obviously. Um, but overall, I do have to say, like, outside of, like, even you being, like, the producer, the actor, the podcaster, like, outside of that, like, you still have conquered so much in your life. And I think even being the parent that you are oh, geez. is the top notches that you could do. Just so you know. Oh, well, I appreciate no problem. that more than anything. And I think that um, any parent that is listening, I feel like can attest to this, is that I feel like every day I don't know what in the world I'm doing. I'm just trying to raise good humans and people that respect others in the world and yep. are kind. I think you're doing it. So... One more past thing that I kind of want to get into. Oh, God. You were a model. Oh, Jesus. And I would like you to tell me what kind of model you were. Like, what, what, like, how did you get into modeling first? Okay, so I, God, what was it? It was, I think I did some kind of like, um, like, it was, like, a walkway, like, tr like training people. Like, it was, like, a class okay. that I went to on uh, doing, like, the runway, right? Yeah. Um, walking the runway. And I was, like, this seems like fun. I'm really tall. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm curious about this. Like, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to, you know, kind of find more. Um, because at the time I, I did some things for like friends and stuff, um, like that new stuff, like, like older, like my parents' friends that okay. had some businesses and, right. um, I like for promotional photos and stuff like that, I would, you know, wear their logos and things like that, like shirts and stuff like that. Gotcha. So I did a little bit of that. And then I um, did this school about, you know, runway and things like that because I was, I was intrigued. I was, I wanted to know more. And like I said earlier, like, I don't want to look like a moron. So um, I, while there, I got, somebody approached me and wanted it to be in my agent. Okay. Like wanted to hire me for their agency so that they could find me work. Right. Um, and they, they didn't take like, I, I can't remember the exact percentage, but it wasn't much like off of like we, ha I had a pretty good deal with, oh, okay. with the agency. Okay. So they booked me constantly. Like I was doing all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, and I would go on different calls to um like you were a car girl yeah so i like well that. okay so it's really weird how it's set up so like i got a job i went to go to a job at richmond raceway okay. right nascar yes NASCAR race richmond raceway <laughs> um for for their like for the weekend mm -hmm. so it was um both races right so when I get there, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, like in the sense of like, I don't know where they're putting me. 
Right. So um, I see this one person, and I they wanted me to be like, I think it was something for like candles or something like. There was a booth there. So I want you to know, when you go to these places and you see people, like, standing out in front, like, trying to get you to come in, right? some of them are just models. Like, yeah. they are there just to entice you to come in. So I was there for candles and stuff like that. And then somebody else came, like, 15 minutes later and was like, no, no, I actually don't think that we need you here. We want you over at the Chevy tent. Um getting people to come in to the Chevy tent. Okay. I knew right then and there what they were saying was like, hey, you, we need you to entice guys to come into the Chevy tent. Come look at this Camaro. Uh, well, it was all trucks. Come at, come look at this Camaro truck. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, Silverado, my favorite, around. <laughs> my favorite, though, is like, the guys would like, yeah. You know, I was getting them to come into the tent and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, so can you tell me? And I was like, um, it's a fucking truck. <laughs> like, It's a Camaro truck. <laughs> what, what, what do you want from me? You can tailgate the fuck out of this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the mouth on this No, I, I didn't curse that. Sold. Um, oh, bullshit. No, I mean like during the job. <laughs> um, So... They wanted me to answer questions, and I was literally like, "Um, no, no, my job is to get you in the tent, and right. I did my job because you here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back out there and get more people to come in." Yeah. Um, but Full I sucker. But it was really funny because, like, even with that job, like, mm-hmm. I had to wear like a Chevy shirt, right? Um, and uh, shorts. Like, there was, like, an entire outfit when I went to that particular tent. Like, did they tell you to wear this, or did they actually physically no, give they you, like, gave a package? Yeah, they gave me clothes. Wow, that's wild. So then wild. I had to go change, and then I was, they were like, okay, you're here for tonight, and then we want you to come back and do it the next night, too. Right. And this is your, this is your spot. Wow. Um, I've been out at the beach doing stuff, um... I won't even say for like one of the, and I can't remember which one, but one of the, like the cell phone companies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just getting people to like come over and talk. I don't know what, like they don't give me information. It's literally just to. Come get, here. Yes. Talk about Intellos. Yeah. No, it literally Come here is, for it's Frog like, Mobile. It's like, come here, <laughs> like come right. play this game. And right. then so-and-so is going to talk to you about it. Cause I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, but yeah, so I did a lot of that, um, and I even did some runway for some different uh, bridal like shows and things oh, like wow. that. Yeah, so it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so I I'm glad it was fun for you. Yes. My my kind of like follow up was, were there any kind of like regret jobs or like do you look at that like how you did previously of being like oh I was offered Disney oh I yeah. was offered this. Do you feel that way with modeling? Um, no, because the reason I got out of modeling is I was at one of my jobs and, um, my agent came out to like check on some of the girls, um, because we were all at different booths and she commented on what I was eating that a, it was too much food. Mm Mm-hmm. And B, it was not healthy. Okay. And that I needed to change my eating habits. And I was like, I'm not changing my eating habits. I 
literally can eat whatever I want right now. And like my weight's not going to fluctuate like this. I have, I have the metabolism of like high energy speed. Let's go. Um, and no offense at some point in my life, it's going to go away. So right now I'm going to enjoy it. Right. Um, and she kind of was like, you are a model and you are representing my agency and you will not eat like this out in public. And I was like, bye. I'm out skis. Yeah. Like you're not going to tell me what I'm going to eat. Yeah. Um, because I was, I was happy with the way that I looked. Right. You're not going to dictate that. Right, and like you were saying a second ago, like you and can. Some of those models are bitches. Oh, I bet they were. Oh yeah, no, they I were think... not nice. It was very ruthless. Like it was very, and like some of the girls, um, would literally like try to tear somebody apart before going in, like on an interview or going before walking down the walk, you know, the runway, right, and being like, oh. Is that, is that how you plan on walking? Or, oh, is that what you planned on wearing? Like, homegirl, have you looked around? We're all wearing black. No b- backstage camaraderie. No, it's not. It's very, and it's so fake. Oh, my God, it's so fake. Like, the way that the people are. And wow. I just, I, that was not, that was not me. Yeah. That was just not me, and I didn't want any part of it. No, I think overall, like, you're a very kind of, like, personal person like you like people yeah even though you are homely and you are like introverted at times yeah. i do feel like if you're surrounded by people you do want everyone to get along mm-hmm. and have a good time yeah and if that's not the atmosphere you're getting at this job mm-hmm. it wasn't for you right and i'm glad you didn't go that Thank way you. i do have a question for you though that's not how the show works no, but it, please go you know this is how this is Ow! that's how this ep is gonna go <laughs> episode one yep oh um, god no but okay, not all so... guests are get, gonna get this right you're lucky we sleep together yeah <laughs> um no so you know kind of going through all this and obviously you know me now yeah um much better but yeah. and you kind of jumped on it in the beginning of like uh because you felt like I wasn't nice to you but did you think at that time like I was as energetic and had a big personality that you know now like at that time did you think that most mostly no only because like I wasn't surrounded by you as much but I will say, when we got closer, mm-hmm. I saw that personality all the time. Yeah. I saw that person come out, hence why we're together, yeah. of why I got to know you. I think you, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it could be, no. I think that you got to see my full personality when we played air hockey together. Air hockey, mini golf are the two times that really stand out for me yeah. of like seeing Brooke yeah as a open like kind of person because you got to understand as much as that you looked at people in a certain way people did look at you that way and the reason why they looked at you that way is because that you didn't trust them rightfully fucking so because yeah. none of those people that we were around any deserved any kind of trust <laughs> whatsoever in life yeah but that being said read some people right but what i'm saying is like of course you were cold you didn't want to open up to anybody that you didn't feel 
good enough to be around you. And I completely, that's what I'm saying. And when you look at people like Joey, like Amanda, like me, like, um, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But when you look at those people and who you've talked to, Mm -hmm. even once we were together, when you look at Sean and Justin and Mofa Mm -hmm. and all them that when you were around, then they saw you come out. And the first thing they always said was, wow, I didn't know you were like this. Yeah. And it was because you were surrounded by negativity and hurtful people, and that wasn't cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and I mean, it, What a way to end my show on a fucking downer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, more so of just knowing that, you know, when you are, when you surround yourself with good people yeah. and people that you can trust and people that you feel like you can truly be yourself. Yeah. I think that ultimately it brings out the best in you because that's when you become the most vulnerable and you allow people to see who you really are and you know that they accept you for that. And they yeah. also push you to be better. Yeah. And to me, nothing can replace that. Like nothing can because as as it's not about how many people, it's about that group that you have around you mm-hmm. because that group just, you know, pushes you and, and makes you better and makes you feel like this crazy world that we live in is doable, livable. Look. I'm not one to push things on people. I'm yeah. not one to create and start trends. Mm-hmm. But with you speaking, the only thing I could think of, and God, original, live, love, laugh. You know? Oh. Live, love, laugh. I mean, oh I don't gosh. think anybody's ever said that. I think that's very <laughs> much on brand for my creative. Okay. Um, yeah. So, sure. But um, I'm. I'm. I just had uh, my last drink of pumpkin patches from Virginia Beer Company. Yeah. You still have a little bit of Evil Santa. Well, I was talking a lot. Yeah, 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 more. yeah. Hence that. that. That's how this show goes. The show, It's almost like a sand timer. Once I'm done. Oh, that's then when it's done. Oh, okay. You and yeah. me can chat after the show, and oh, yeah. that'll be good. To, oh, yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk. <laughs> um, but, uh, Brooke Hilton, yes. uh, you can hear her on Haunters. Yep. What was what it called? Haunters podcast. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. We're on Apple. We're on a- <laughs> <laughs> We are on Apple. Um, we, we have, are- uh, an Instagram. Instagram at Haunters pod. Yep. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. a Facebook. Facebook Haunters. Yep. I think you actually put podcasts for the whole thing. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the one that responds to messages. So okay. yes. So there's a there's a poster and a responder. Yeah. And just so <laughs> that everybody is clear, I also see all of the Instagrams. So yes. It is on my phone. Yes. I just uh, am not the first one to get to that. Usually, there's another character on that show that usually. Gets it first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to check out Killer Reunion Bro, which Brooke is featured on and produced, uh, check that out on Amazon right now, Amazon Prime. You can rent it or own it. That is it. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. They shut that down real yeah. quick, didn't they? They didn't like all the free watches. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they this were thing like, can make money. This thing makes all kinds of money. Whoa. Yeah, so go ahead and go purchase that bad boy. Can I just say to you, and I know that, you know, you're winding down, 
Yeah. I am really shocked at how many li- like watches that got. Yeah, no. Like it from, kind from of blew the... my mind. Yeah. yeah. I I absolutely okay. I know this was your conversation, uh, but and I think you and I had this conversation, and it truly was a thing. And it's that no names will be thrown or yeah. anything like that. But I'll put it out like this: I know in every industry I have ever been a part of, mm-hmm. promises get handed out every three minutes. Oh yeah. And there was one promise about this movie that you and I had Mm -hmm. that got it done. Yep. Is that we said, we don't want this on YouTube. Right. We want to put this on a streaming platform. And we did it. And we fucking did it. Yeah. And that, again, was a conversation between you and me. Yep. And you are the reason why it's up there. Yep. I got it done. You got it done. You physically did the entire yeah, process. Yeah, it was very resilient. Yeah. But right, I made I, you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's no. why you're the producer. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of like Zach was saying is that, you know, I feel like you can get a lot of promises. And sometimes you've got to push or you have to be the one to make it happen. Yeah. And I feel like this movie was made because we pushed and we were the ones that made it happen and we were the ones that didn't take no for an answer i mean there was people even thinking back there were people that wanted to completely flip the script yeah and we stuck to our guns and said nope this is what we want this is what we're looking for and we found somebody that matched your energy and effort of vision and we got it done and it's an award-winning film it is so that being said, uh, once again, we were drinking Virginia beer, pumpkin patches, and evil, evil Santa. Santa. Spiced milk stout with caca, nibs, and espresso. Caca! So uh, make sure you check out Virginia Beer Company in Williamsburg, Virginia for more beverages that are yummy, yummy. Yeah, you and might find us there. Yeah, no, you probably will. <laughs> uh, Brooke, uh, once again, thank you. Is there anything else you want to plug? Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I guess we will uh, catch you on the next episode where I will be having another drink with another guest. Yeah. So I will. I I'm just letting you know I'm coming back at some point. No, no, I have way more stories. You're going to be. You're what we call in Zach's speakeasy uh-huh. a regular. Oh, I, I like, like being that. a regular. There you go. So uh, Jesus, can you not? I'm used to it. I'm <laughs> you sorry. are. All right. So once again, catch y'all next time on Zach's Speakeasy. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And please remember to always drink responsibly.